Off the Ball. Find us on Twitter at Off the Ball. News Talk 106 to 108. All right, so I'm delighted to be joined by undisputed lightweight champion of the world, Katie Taylor. Katie, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, I didn't sleep too much last night. I'm still uh, suffering from a bit of jet lag, but right now I'm, I'm doing good. And having sp- spoken to you in New York, um, it probably hadn't quite sunk in. I mentioned your new title there, Undisputed yeah. Champion of the World. How does that sound? How does that feel? Oh, it sounds amazing. Absolute blessed, really. Um, what an incredible journey over the last three years. It is something that I dreamed of and worked so so hard towards over the last few years. And to have all those four belts, including the Ring Magazine belt, actually yeah, five belts in total, was, is an absolute dream. Mm. And I heard your flight was cancelled. I know that because I was well, supposed to be on that flight as well. So uh, you managed to get all the belts home and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the the flight was cancelled on, on the Sunday night, so we had to travel home on the Monday. But we 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 got home eventually anyway. Yeah. Well, you got a better reception than me. There was a lot of pe- <laughs> there was a lot of people waiting for you. It uh, must have been great to. Great feeling to see all those people coming out to support you. Yeah, yeah, great, great reaction and great reception in, in Dublin Airport, and something that I, I didn't really even um, expect to be quite honest. It's the support I've gotten over the last few years has been absolutely phenomenal, and to see so many people there and, and so much, so many media there as well was, was absolutely incredible. And there was a lot of reaction to Shane Ross being there. Uh, did you have much of a relationship with him before? Had you met him before? Um, I don't think so. I think I, I might have met him maybe during the Rio Olympics, but um, mm. yeah, that's that's the first time I I kind of had any real conversation with him. Yeah. Uh, but it's greatest to see those. <laughs> he was there in all the photos, and, <laughs> and yeah, it was um, funny. I, I said it to you the other night. It's probably an unfair comparison, but like winning the undisputed lightweight title must be up there with the gold medal you won in London. Would you say that's they're comparable? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, this is the absolute pinnacle of the sport where you to, to, to be undisputed champion and um, it definitely surpassed, uh, I think it, it surpassed um, what I achieved as an amateur, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I, I'm so happy now that the, the London Olympic Olympics isn't my greatest achievement anymore. I, I, I am going from strength to strength and uh, the best thing about it is that the, the best is yet to come as well. I still haven't reached my best and I still haven't shown my best and there's so many uh, more big fights out there for me. And it's remarkable really, you mention it, um, since you turned pro you have been on so many huge shows and yet last week even felt a step up mm-hmm. from before. Like, yeah. Did you have a chance to soak up the, the fight week or were you just kind of clued into the task at hand? Yeah, I think it was. I was just pretty much tr- trying to focus on the fight itself. But I did realize in fight week that this week was 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 different than any other fight week. It was a lot bigger, and um, Anthony Joshua's uh, American debut, um, Madison Square Garden for the undisputed title. It was it was so so special all week. Um, the atmosphere was definitely definitely uh, definitely different all week as well. Um, but I, I, I said before that you really couldn't write a better script mm. really fighting for the Undisputed title in the Mecca of boxing on an Anthony Joshua undercard yeah. and it was absolutely phenomenal I don't know if you were able to appreciate it at the time because again you're probably so clued in but the atmosphere when you were coming to the ring and for that final round was remarkable I, I did see clips of even the, the result and stuff at the end the atmosphere was absolutely amazing the, the support I got there was, was incredible and um yeah, I mean, it was a fight of the year contender as well. So, um, yeah, the atmosphere was absolutely brilliant. We spoke in the lead up to the fight about pursuing herself. No surprise, she was an unorthodox fighter and you probably were 
like well planned or well equipped for what was coming was there anything that surprised you on the night in terms of her approach uh, I don't think anything surprised me I think uh, she was everything I expected um, really I knew it was going to be a tough fight and I knew it was going to be my, the toughest fight in my career and I, I was prepared for that that type of challenge and um, it was a touch and go fight really it was it was a very very close fight a, a tough um, a very tough fight and I knew that was going to be the case going into, going into that this was the best fight and the best and um, but yeah what, what an absolute battle it was what mm. an absolute war and she is very unconventional like compared to yourself for example a textbook boxer um, who's got all the fundamentals she's quite the opposite mm-hmm. is there anything that impressed you in terms of what she did is there anything uh, in terms of her own game that's that impressed you on the night um, not really I, as I said I, she was everything I expected she was very unorthodox very awkward um, I knew she had a, a brilliant work rate she punches non-stop really for the 10 rounds and um and that that was it really Th- those kind of fighters are really hard to look well against I yeah. find um, you just have to kind of dig deep and show a lot of heart and, and, and just sometimes just punch and fight back and th- that's exactly what I did and you certainly did that and again it's something we've spoken about where maybe some of these opponents underestimate how good you are inside and you were happy to trade with Persoon at times but it was probably round six where you showcased your probably what was your game plan to box and move and made her miss a lot and made her punished her a lot as well was that sort of what you and Ross had worked on in the lead up to the fight yeah I think so um I definitely got caught into a bit more of a fight than, than I should have really and and that's uh that's something that I struggle with sometimes but my personality just just I just want to stand there and fight a lot more than than what I what I probably should but um the atmosphere and stuff uh it, it's hard not to fight sometimes and um, but yeah, I mean, I I I knew beforehand that was that was a fight where I was gonna have to show a lot of heart and and, and show a great chin to both of us really, and and that's that's the kind of fight that that'll turn into. Because sometimes tactics can go out the window in fights like that. That's exactly it. In, in, in a tough fight like that, you, you're gonna have to show a lot of heart. You're gonna have to dig deep and uh, and just uh, throw punches and and um, and show a lot of heart really, and and that's that was the case on Saturday night. And. The vibe in the crowd as the Diamante was about to read out the winner. Did you get the butterflies again? I know Brian said he was confident you were going to get the decision, but was there a little bit of uh, excitement or butterflies? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, when the when the bell went, um, when when the fight was over, um, I knew it was a very very close fight, and I think Brian and, and Ross were were very confident that I did win. They they said before, oh, you've got it from the earlier rounds. So, um, but you you just you, you never know, I guess, and. Um, so yeah, I was absolutely delighted and, and relieved when, when the decision did go my, my way. And Pursuing obviously reacted badly at the time in the sense that she was annoyed with the decision. I think she's going to lodge some sort of formal complaint. Can you understand her frustration having lost a close fight that maybe she's just a bit frustrated with the whole thing? Well, it was a, it was a close fight. I mean, you, you, you can't uh, lodge complaints over, yeah. cl- over close fights really. Um, uh, as I said, that's what happens when in in uh, in the, uh, those close fights. It's champion against champion. It was going to be a close fight all along, and it was going to be a, a touch and go fight. So, I mean, if the decision had gone your her way, I mean, would have, would I have lodged a complaint against her? I mean, uh, you can't really lodge complaints in in, in close fights like that. Mm. Sean McGoldrick had a piece this morning just uh, 
pursuing talking about uh, you coming to Belgium I presume that's not necessarily a fight you're interested in <laughs> I don't think Belgium is really the mecca of boxing <laughs> to be quite honest but um, yeah it doesn't really make uh, make any sense to, to, to go to Belgium but I'm sure the rematch is going to happen at, at some stage um, it, it's inevitable, inevitable really that, that it is going to happen and um, it's probably going to happen in America some, somewhere again so I do look forward to rematch and is that one you'd be interested in next or what are your goals like you've conquered the lightweight division are you, have you ambitions to move up or do you just want to copper fasten your status as number one at lightweight um, yeah we're not really too sure what, what's next for me right now um, I think I'm going to stay at lightweight anyway and, and try to defend the titles and, and try to I just want to be involved in big big fights as you're going to be busy with mandatories now are you <laughs> yeah probably actually um you know, uh, there there is a chance where I might have to give up one or two of the belts in the future as well. That the mandatories are are going to be stacking up, but um, you know the obvious fight out there is is likes of Amanda Serrano. That's probably one of the biggest fights in, in women's boxing right now, and I'd absolutely love a fight that that kind of fight. Um, but for but right now, I'm just enjoying the victory and, and leaving that that stuff up to Brian and, and uh, Eddie really. And you mentioned Amanda Serrano, obviously a super fight. There's other super fights with Brighthouse and the likes. Um, is there any other goals you have? I know you mentioned Las Vegas. Is that one on the bucket list that you still have to tick off? Yeah, yeah I mean, Vegas is, is will be amazing to fight in, but I don't really care where I fight, to be quite honest, just as long as I am in, in, in big fights and, and important fights. And I just want to continue to make history in this sport. And um, So, yeah, but Vegas will, will be a nice one to tick off, that's for sure. And just finally, Katie, your legacy, it's something we, we get into a bit. And from an amateur standpoint, you can see how the amateur game has grown as a result of what you did and basically brought Olympic boxing to the fore for women. And now, like so many people are talking about how amazing that fight was, a fight of the year contender across the board, not just in women's boxing. You must be proud. And is this just the beginning? Are you confident you can go for another couple of years and continue to raise the bar in professional boxing? Yeah, I hope so. I'm definitely not um, thinking about retirement yet. There's definitely plenty more years left in me. I feel very fresh and um, and I really do feel like the best is yet to come. I, I people, As I said before, people haven't seen the best of me yet. Um, it wasn't even a, a great performance on Saturday for me. I, I, I could have done a lot better, but um, I'm looking forward to, to people seeing uh, the, best, uh, the best of me in, in the ring and um, as I said, there's so many big fights out there for me, but it's great to see how far women's boxing has come over the last few years, and um, it's great to be a part of of, of this legacy, and um, it's it's great to to, to be one of the, the leaders in women's boxing, where I'm actually bringing women's boxing to the forefront, and to be involved in big big fights and, and mega fights is absolutely phenomenal, really. And you're home now for the next few weeks. Have you any nice plans, or are you just going to take it easy? Yeah, I'm just going to take it easy and enjoy family time. I haven't been home really properly in the last six months. Uh, to be quite honest, it's been such a busy few months from the Rose Volante fight to, to this fight. So I just can't wait to put my feet up and, and take it easy and spend some time with, with family and friends. All right, great stuff. Undisputed lightweight champion of the world, Katie Taylor. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Off the ball. Find us on Twitter at Off the Ball. News Talk 106 to 108.